are listening to Talking Us A Slot, the podcast for grown men who like having fun with toy cars. Welcome to the show. I'm Scott, and this is my co-host, the man of many, many white kits. It's... I'm not a number, I'm a Pedro. This week we'll be asking the big questions, such as, will Pedro's slot at Maserati ever arrive? If the Skeletrics Cobra had a full interior, would the driver be sat at the right height? And the biggest question of all, are there any Renault 5 turbos which Fly hasn't made a model of? to start with a quote from fashion designer Vivian Westwood. Instead of buying six things, buy one thing you really like. Don't keep buying just for the sake of it. Well, that's possibly a good philosophy if you're selling overpriced handbags, but does it apply to slot cars? This week, I bought four older slot cars for the less than the price of one new one. Which option do you think is more fun, Pedro? I, I think the option of buying handbags instead of slot cars. <laughs> oh, it's debatable. I, 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 debatable. Well, you, you've got... Uh, quick, get the merch department on. Have you got... The dominoes <laughs> are falling as I speak. Slot car handbags in different liveries. Which... Uh, golf, which golf. This is actually... This is... No, 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 no. Yes, this yes, is genius. Yes, yes. Until you said that, this was genius. Uh, because uh-huh, uh-huh. the handbag... Handbag? <laughs> could double as a pit box. You could go to your club racing with your handbag, uh-huh. take your cars out, and then when you come home from your club racing, you could hand the handbag to your good lady wife, bit of sexism, and say, here, my lovely, is a handbag for you. I'll need that next week to put my toy cars in. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm, I'm starting my creative, because I'm very visual, as you know. Uh, so I'm seeing, I'm seeing a golf handbag i'm seeing a gps no. handbag martini no. handbag repsol mm. handbag for our Imbi- oh, Iberian friends geez. you had to go there didn't uh, you? yeah i mean this is this has got legs or handles a handbag with legs no no anyway <laughs> so uh, uh, for those who didn't get the a handbag reference uh, that of course is from the importance of being earnest written by oscar wilde some time ago and it's the famous quote by Lady Bracknell when she's told that Ernest was found in a handbag at a station. Holy cow, Scott, can I just re- remind you that this is actually a slot car related podcast and not some kind of <laughs> O-level English language, English literature study I'm, podcast. I'm just trying to sprinkle no. culture throughout the yeah, what you're trying to do is educate our audience, and I just, I, on behalf of the audience, I refuse to be educated. Okay, well, fair enough. Anyway, back to the fact that I bought four cars for not much more than forty quid. One, I think, the most expensive one was eleven pounds. Um, so that'll let you work out vaguely what the other ones were. And they, and they were old Ninko DTM cars. Um, now, a couple of weeks ago, I went rummaging in one of my boxes and found touring cars, amongst which were the Ninko DTMs, and they're great and they're wonderful and they run and the tyres are still good. All great stuff. And I thought, I need more of these. So I hit eBay and then last, well, not last night, Saturday night, Sunday night. What day is the week of it? Who am I? Anyway, <laughs> on Sunday night, lots of auctions were ending. And I thought, I'm not going to get away with having maybe one or two of these this cheap, but 
Lucky me, I got a whole run of them. So <laughs> you nearly swore. I nearly, you swore. nearly swore. I nearly swore. And I remembered how difficult it was to edit. So I saved it. <laughs> but the interesting thing about it, I had some of these, a couple of them came through from the week previously. And uh, it was mint, absolutely immaculate, green to back livery on the Mercedes, even still had the three-pointed star bonnet badge. But underneath, it had a go faster motor and some lead weight had been added. So it had clearly been owned by a tuner, a tuner who could drive because he hadn't crashed and scratched it and broken the badge. Anyway, that goes very quickly. And another one arrived, silver, D2, still a Mercedes. Um, it had an SCX motor in it. So you never quite know what you're going to get when you're, you know, you're probably guessing, I don't read the eBay listing details. <laughs> I see picture and I go, oh, shiny thing, bye. Um, Magpie. So these things were mentioned in the description, so my fault for not noticing. But, you know, it's a pleasant surprise when you take it out of the package and go, oh, look. No, no, no. These things were mentioned, mm -hmm. but you didn't read the description or you read it but didn't understand the words. I'm, very, I'm a very visual sort of person yes you've, you've said that I'm very words on a screen are quite a visual thing you can like <laughs> see them and then no no it's, them. it's not do you know how you hear some musicians say they see colors rather than hear sounds oh damn it i knew the word for that uh what's the word for that synesthesia synesthesia i believe is it i'm the yeah. one that i'm the one that's taking it anyway uh i don't really know why i went down that path i was just trying to excuse the fact that i'm too lazy to read ebay descriptions well, I'm quite impressed that you're picking up the bargains because I didn't think they existed anymore on the eBay. I, I regularly watch things and put in a, a bid to kind of watch it, an, a notional, nominal bid, and then the thing just goes ballistic after that. Uh, you mentioned the tobacco livery. I did. I mentioned, I mentioned getting a parcel. You did. And and let, what was let's in, play the game. What was let's it? play the game. <laughs> What was in my box? What was, don't don't dun, dun, give dun, dun. on that this is the third bloody time we've tried to record this podcast <laughs> and you already know what was in the box. It's time mystery, for what's in bank. the parcel. What's in Peter's parcel? Actually, I can see a logo for that. I can see T-shirts, mugs, merch. Anyway, <laughs> what, was in your, what was in your parcel? A jar of tobacco green metallic paint. And are you going to be painting one of your white kits green? So here's the thing. I don't have a kit spare at the moment that could take that paint, nor do I have any decals. So I've now got to make a purchase of a kit and some decals. Okay. So I'm doing it slightly the wrong way around, I suspect, but I don't care. Well, you know, it's interesting that you buy paint and then work out which car you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> what made you buy the green paint? Um, I bought the green paint because I was looking at the decals on decaldoc.de. That's a tongue twister, kind de, of. Say that again, again. Decaldoc.de. So it's a German website. De, German website. Decaldoc.de. Um, yeah, if you want to say it that way. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to educate the world in the correct pronunciation someone's of gonna these words. Someone's going to sample that and it'll be a house hit. Is there still a house? <laughs> Do they still have house music? Anyway, back no. to you buying... Gr what, and I hate to break it to you, but the Beatles no longer record as a four well, piece. Well, you say that, but they are just about to release a new single with... Are they? Yes. Uh, through the power of AI. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop you right there. They've no. got John... This is going to be an AI-free zone. Well, Chat GP 
PTQ plus. None of your no. none of your AI or your three D printing or your digital no. malarkey. Anyway, uh, the no, fact that is modern world nonsense. Just for the sake of there is going to be a new Beatles single with with John singing. I presume what? George playing. Yeah. That's outrageous, but I will have to listen. No, okay. Um yeah, I needed to I needed some black paint. Um and the postage was going to be more expensive than the paint. And I just thought, why don't I double up on some paint uh, <laughs> to make the postage seem more <laughs> sensible? So I bought a pot of paint that I won't be using for a while. Just to keep the postage <laughs> ratio good. Let's just recap. Let's re- <laughs> so you bought the green paint in order to save a bit on postage. postage. How much are we exactly. talking? How much are we just rough the scale? The postage is... The postage is eight quid. That's what you saved. So you saved eight quid. No, 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 no. That I paid eight quid on the postage uh-huh. for two pots of paint that cost about six ninety nine each. So you didn't save anything then. Well, in my head, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got to buy decals and a model to paint. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. But that's okay because I love the C class. Can I? The can C class is my current uh, love. You love. Which love. which one have you got at the minute? At the moment, I have the Pro Mark uh, version, and I have this version, which I will wave. Ah, he's holding. I shall, I shall, you, I shall audio describe it. See. It looks very grey, primer grey, um, primer grey, a C class yeah. DTM. Yeah, that's a ninety-five DTM, I believe, which I'm going to do as Dario Franchitti's machine, and the decals for that from Le Mans Decal dot com uh, arrived this morning, and they look quite spiffy. Jolly good. I I look forward to seeing that completed. Are we going to get back to the question of whether I want one handbag that's of good quality or six dubious ones from the dodgy market in Thailand? I didn't think it was going to be phrasing this question, but how many handbags would you like? I would like just the one quality handbag with good stitching and a good (laughs) buckle. And not in a golf livery, obviously. Definitely not. Uh, well, it's... I think that the mm. uh, I I will go always with quality over quantity, and I think the Russian army should take note. Ooh, um, <gasps> a bit ooh. political. But mm. didn't someone once say that he who has the most toys wins? That was a friend of mine, and he does say that, and I kind of want to agree, but no longer. I had a period of buying insanely. And that was when I was married, and I'm now divorced, and I don't need to compensate in a different way. So I now have shrunk my collection, and most of my collection now I run. There's very few I don't actually run, and my collection, I think in what version of the podcast was it? I think in the second version of this very podcast that we attempted to record and had to dis- trash, I said I've got about 500. I suspect I haven't even got 500 cars now. Oh, no, that's a lie. Thinking about it, I've got boxes of money upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> As I said it, I thought, oh, no, hang on. <laughs> Can I just point out that when we did the first recording, you said you had 2,000. Then you said yeah. you had 1,500. And in the second recording, I, I said, I think more accurately, 1,500. <laughs> now, this was when now, I was oh, yeah. compensating and okay. married and compensating. I see. So it's just every time we talk about it, the number comes down. <laughs> well, is... every time I have a little bit more time to think about it. But I was <laughs> just now I was picturing my cabinet and thinking, no, there's not 500 in there. There's there's barely 200 in there. And then I remembered all the boxes under the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how many I've got, uh, but it's not enough because I keep buying more. So that's it. You are on a, quite a purchasing bender at the moment. So you bought how many 
Ninko DTM. I have in the last three or four in the last two weeks, three weeks, I have bought six cars. Holy, that's what, quite. But one of them cost me fifty quid because it was a brand new Fly nine three four an Elf livery, lovely, um, and the rest were all cheapest chips from eBay. So mm. I've spent. I've got, yeah, however many cars that was for 100 quid. So you've answered the question that I would have put to you of, do you want six handbags or one? You basically want six handbags. Well, I remember, you know, one of the things I, I like are the Velasor models, the very nice, but very expensive models. Now, I don't know how much they cost. I think they're in the thousands, aren't they? I think they're in that kind of region. Hell yeah. no. Are they really? Uh, maybe not. I don't. But let's say that. Well, for the sake of let's say the five hundred quid. Okay, just for simple maths, that equates to ten roughly fly Skeletric Carrera cars. Would I forego ten other cars just to have one of those? And the answer is no, I wouldn't, because if you think of this. Just think how excited we got at the range announcements. We go, oh, yeah, I want one of those. I want one of those. I want one of those. So. Yeah, I, th- I think, <laughs> at the risk of sounding um, somewhat dubious, I think regular gratification is better than saving it <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> uh, So, uh, and I, plus, you know, I like my postman and I get to talk to him when he brings me all these parcels. It's quite funny, actually. Can He's... I just check here? You're basically getting regular gratification <laughs> from your postman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to make it grubby. Uh... <laughs> This is what I really hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about now. So that means it must be time to move on to what caught her eye? <laughs> Pedro, what caught your eye this week? Don't say the well, postman. No. Um, I know my postman. I chat regularly with my postman. Keep him sweet and he'll hide the parcels and he won't tell anyone about what you're receiving. But you're, anyway, di- you're divorced um, now. You don't have to hide them anymore. Well, hide them from... <laughs> I nearly said something bad. Hide them from the ne'er-do-wells who might be passing in front of my front door and just taking things. Okay. Um, what did I see this week? I saw NSR have a new website. It annoyed the hell out of me because the navigation's a bit pants and apparently box sets aren't slot cars and there was something else. The heritage line isn't slot cars. That's a, its own separate thing, not under slot cars. They're basically using their hierarchy for us, the punters. That's not a good thing. Moving on, they're also bringing out a black Mosler, a black golf livery. How does that work? Surely, so, so, so if you're into the golf thing, it's got to be sky blue and orange, not black. Okay, yeah, I don't understand that. So they're doing a GPS with golf logos, basically. They're doing a GPS Mosler with golf livery. Come on. Okay, I have to look at pictures of that because I can't picture it. Um, the Mosler's a funny one. I never really liked that car. No, I um, hated that car. Well, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, that's what caught my eye. What did I... Oh, well, it's two things, really, and I'm slightly hesitating because you're going to take the mickey out of me. <laughs> no, I'm not. Would I do that? Yes. Um, so, <laughs> so, Probably. It's two things, and they're kind of like, one is the aforementioned Velasor, have, uh, they regularly publish pictures, but there's a picture of about 
five or six of their delicious models on their mega landscaped layout track that they've got coming out of a tunnel and with figures and everything. And it's just, it looks like another world that you want to go and live in, and it's fantastic. Can't afford any of those, but that's fine. But it definitely caught my eye, and I always like to mention them. The other thing, which also caught my eye, and I want, but I'm not going to buy, well, I'm trying not to buy, that's an important distinction there, is the Polycar Ferrari 126 Gilles Villeneuve in the box. Suits you, sir. No. Very much suits you. I like Villeneuve. I like the car. I like Polycar. Why am I not hitting buy now the minute it's up? You and me both. Well, interesting, isn't it? I'm holding out, I think, for some strange reason, and I don't really be able to explain it, rather than go for Gilles, much as I'm you know, big fan of Gilles, there's a picture of him hanging above the fireplace in the living room, but um, it's not a shrine, it's just a picture. Um, there, there's, um, it's I not a castle, it's a cardboard cutout. Not... <laughs> oh, don't you? No, but my castle's plastic. You still haven't seen my castle. It's but your you? castle hasn't even come, come out of the box. box. Yeah. Go back, dear listener, yeah, that, to episode. Anyway, previous. meanwhile, back to this one. The reason is I quite fancy, for some sort of perversity, a Didier Peroni one. Oh, now, I thought you were going to say Tombe. When we discussed Oh, sorry, thought, sorry. Said... Yes, actually, exactly what I mean. Tombe. I do. <laughs> they sound the same. They sound Tombe. French Tombe, yeah. Mm. Blue, blue and white. Anyway, so I'm really disappointed that this... Villeneuve one hasn't sold out because it means every day when I go into the website and have a look, it's still there and available. So I have to apply extra willpower to not buy it. And and you're not known for having the extra willpower. I'm not good at willpower. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, you know, please, everybody, go and buy these things. Then I'll feel massive remorse and regret that I didn't buy one. But at least I will have been, I'll give up on the willpower thing. Does that make sense? Did you? Yeah, it makes sort of sense. Did you see? One of them, and I still, even though this is the third time of recording this, I still can't recall which, I should have gone away and checked, whether it was, I'm going to point the finger at either blessed Dave Kennedy. Is he now a saint? He should probably be a saint. <laughs> I saint Dave Kennedy. I, think <laughs> I don't even know if he's Catholic, to be honest. So let's, you know, oh, okay. let's just, yes, you know. Fair enough. Uh -huh. um, it was either Saint Dave Kennedy or that Australian <laughs> Vincent fellow. They were doing a, a sort of announcement of the uh, Jules Villeneuve boxed car and they banged on about it and they, they just completely missed that it was 27. It was 27, the Gilles Villeneuve car. And I just thought, why aren't you mentioning the fact it's Gilles Villeneuve? They just say, uh, pretty red car. Moving on. Madness. I also am resisting it and I don't know why, because I love that kind of era, but I think I'm going to wait for a wingless front end. Oh right, okay, yeah. Well, you yeah, think because I just can't. I don't think I can live with myself. Those frail little front um, wings will break at almost the first corner, and then I'll just cry a little inside. But, but, or be, indeed on the outside. <laughs> but wouldn't that just be you creating a wingless one? You know, you would sort of end up in the same place, really. Yeah, but it'd be the wrong livery, wouldn't it? Probably, likely. What not red? Know. Anyway, okay. Yeah, well, but, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, they might have. The wrong what is it what's the yellow um Egypt. is it Egypt? uh-huh is that how you pronounce uh, it i don't know. i get i don't know i've said i get <laughs> anyhow yes i am also resisting that one quite hard but it is it's a very pretty car car of the year oh oh into july and there's already a new candidate for car of the year mm. um we definitely need our car of the year wall 
with you know the can <laughs> like like a hot lap yeah or... sort of moving up and down what's been what's been ah. supplanted it previous candidate of course was the mr slot car shadow which uh, just to loop back a little bit to things which you think should be sold out but aren't yet um it's still not sold out um and i'm therefore having to what does that tell well, us well it tells us that the uh, well it's really well hmm. The, 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 the aforementioned uh, David Kennedy, not necessarily a saint, but a jolly good saint egg. David Kennedy. A jolly, <laughs> a jolly good egg. Um, he uh, pointed out to us that actually the manufacturer had sent relatively large numbers to relatively few distributors. Therefore, that's why it might be showing in stock still. For me, what's telling is that none of them are offering a discount yet. So they must be selling them at a rate they're happy with because if they thought the sales had dried up or there was evidence that people weren't buying them because of the price, they would be um, they'd be sharpening their digital pencils. But so, and it's not because it's another car I'm looking I didn't buy, going, I don't want that. I'm not interested in that car. And of course, as the months have gone on and it's still available, I go, well, it is nice though. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like the Velosaurs, I would suggest, in that it's a very nice model, but it's not one I want to buy. Okay. And the Velosaurs very much I don't want to buy, because although I can appreciate the craftsmanship that goes into making them, uh, and what you end up with is visually just a delight, it's not a delight that... How can it be a delight that doesn't delight me? Mm. <laughs> Think the sentence through before it's, you... It's like a Coke with no sugar, you know? <laughs> Is it? I'm not sure. Uh, the, the, the Shadow was an exquisite-looking model, and I believe quite accurate in um, its scale, but just left me cold. Your idea that they sold in large numbers to a few retailers, and they've still got stock. So that just that doesn't. It still means it's not selling out. Because, I mean, those retailers have online presence. They could be selling them globally. They're not. Nobody's buying it. It's a turkey. It's not my car. Of the it's year. not a turkey. Well, because if you if you sell, say you gave 100 dealers two cars, mm-hmm. they would be keen. They would sell them quite quickly. And if they weren't, they would move them on. And maybe some dealer who had four orders would buy two from someone else, except... If you just say two dealers and they got 50 cars each, then they're still selling that initial 80 or whatever. And I'm just plucking numbers out of fresh air. And then that long tail, you and I, the ones who'll get around to buying it eventually, having resisted for months. Not me. <laughs> will still go there and buy one. So I, you, I, sound, you sound very much like you're on the cusp of a purchase there. Too. I am. I am very mm. much. And if, you know, if anybody finds so, but not yet. Mm. Uh, but it's too much of a too much of a handbag. Enough of all of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, can't believe we started. Talking so hang about on, you have a you have a way. I've forgotten it. Your calculation for how many slot cars does something cost? You break costs down into how many slot cars, and you're now comparing slot cars to handbags. Your way of thinking is quite interesting. I have no, I genuinely no idea how much handbags cost. I'm, oh, I'm, and I may thing. have been doing Vivian Westwood a huge disservice, but I imagine she wasn't selling cheap ones. No, I don't think she. Um, no, I mean, not, was that all that caught your eye? Anyway? Not down at Primark, are they? <laughs> well, the other thing that caught, I think, both of our eyes was the sheer quantity of Renault Five Turbos that Fly have released recently. 
and uh, metric a fully metric shitload of fly Renault fives now, hit the shops. I am in the, of the belief that you can never have too many uh, fly Renault five turbos, um, but even I'm resistant. I'm doing a lot of resisting this week, am I? See, that's that's what it is. I have to resist these big purchases so that I vent through the cheap eBay stuff. <laughs> that's what it is. On so, slot car purchasing as psychology for middle-aged men. There we go. <laughs> There's probably somebody doing a paper on it as we speak. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> if you get asked for any interviews, say no. <laughs> oh, no, I could spill lots of beans about you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah, that was kind of what's caught my eye, really. I haven't, uh, I've been playing with cars. I suppose, it sounds like I've been buying a lot. That really was a kind of two-hour splodge on Sunday evening. Actually, I've been playing with them quite a lot and having great fun. Ninko mm. DTMs, Fly DTMs, Fly Super Tourings, Skeletrix Super Tourings. It's interesting, mag out, a Skeletrix M3 and a Fly M3, not that far apart on lap time. Um, really? Uh, the Fly looks twice the size. Well, not twice the size. It's a bit And the, and bit the Fly... Are we talking? We're talking E thirty. Yes, yes. So the fly has the motor up the front and drives the rear wheels. It does, yeah. Whereas the Hornby has the motor sideways and drives the rear wheels. Uh, I think it's in line, isn't it? But yeah, Is it? I don't. Oh yeah. no, the E thirty. Sorry, yes, 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 mm. in line. Mm. But it's uh, it's more a midships the motor, isn't it? Well, it's kind of where they normally are. Tray. Yeah, yeah, it's under the yeah. yeah. Lovely mm, things, I have to say. I think and and. Uh, I think they're both accurate. I think they're just slightly different interpretations of what one thirty second is. That is another one. That is another um, Renault Five, isn't it? That uh, fly basically just keep pumping out the E thirty liveries. Yes, particularly in Spanish mm. rally mm. liveries. That's mm. well. We've commented didn't we, that the I should say quietly, but maybe not so quietly. Fly, who I sort of don't think of as being one of the mass producers, are. Releasing new models, several every month. The reliveries. The interesting but, thing you know, with great. The interesting thing with Fly, I always think of Fly, and I'm probably going back ten, fifteen years, as constantly folding and re-emerging as a different, slightly different brand or a slightly different. Just same molds were going doing the rounds, but I mean they had there was Fly car model, there was slot wings. Wasn't Vulcan slot them? GB track was them. That's four. I don't think, be, I'm sure there are others. Okay. Um, I don't think. Whereas they seem to be quite static now and just constantly pumping out the Renault fives <laughs> and, and the nine elevens and that nine elevens and M threes. And long mm. may it continue. I have to my my recent acquisition of that Elf liveried nine three four makes me very happy. Yeah, it's a pretty car. Make, the, this be a little death as well. Mm. <laughs> the thing with Fly is that they're like Skeletrics, like Cavever. They're very nice models, but they run like poo. No, they don't. They run absolutely. They, take, they no, run no. absolutely fine. They just go a bit slower no. and a bit more sideways, and that's fine. And a bit more tippy. Well, slow and down for the oops, <gasps> fallen over. Talking about falling over, I at, that, at the bottom of the touring car box, well, there are some real oddities, and one of them is my ReproTech Seat One Thousand Abarth. Well, you know the little. Oh yeah, 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 with the tail, the, with the boot, the boot lid propped up and the yep. engine exhaust hanging out. So SCX did them, and yep. but the Reprotech one is even tinier than that. I, th I think it may be my tiniest slot car, and um, 
it it buzzes round like a little angry insect. It's fantastic, but it it'll happily tip over if because um, of course oh. it's not proportional to its size. The motor <laughs> is most of it, so you know there's a the width of it is very narrow, but it's great fun. Um, so back in the day when I had a reasonably mahusive collection, I had three or four. I certainly had several. SCXs and I think a couple of Seats. So they were quite fun, but they didn't run particularly well, as I recall. And I, they were ones that very quickly made it to the eBay pile because I just thought, well, I've got these. You're such a harsh master. I see. I quite, I quite like quirky. harsh, but fair. Well, maybe, maybe each to their own. You probably haven't got a power slot quad bike, have you? Have we talked about that before? No. And you know what? I sleep well at night <laughs> because I, I have some self-respect. And I don't have one of those. Uh, well, you wait. I'll bet you. When you have a run with it, I'll bet you want one. I beg to differ. Okay, that's fine. That's good. How are you getting on? Speaking of running, how are you getting on with building your home track? Um, I've made some progress. I've got the boards. <clears throat> I've got two of the three boards nicely uh, set up so that I've. They will always go into the same position, which is pretty flat surface on the top. So I'm pretty happy with that. I've got to work on the uh, third board joining the two to make an L shape. But uh, the last day and a half, I've been trying to unsuccessfully record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't got to spray the silver for Mr. Frankiti's little car. And I haven't got to Black & Decker uh, more dowel holes. I'm kind of unsure i asked the question on slotforum.com other forums are available they're just not as good oh well um, I, well actually slot racer do put a little promotion of our podcast on their front page every month do they yes have you had to sell your soul for that i have no soul so no ah okay well they're okay dear listener give them a try but then go back to <laughs> slotforum.com um I posed the question of how to do I put the track right up to the join or as I was thinking do I stop the track about a quarter straight away from the wooden edge such that when I put it on its um top, on its length on its width rather standing it up in the shed the track is away from the floor is protected and not going to get duffed up um because my genius idea was Quarter straight uh, on each board away it means I put a half straight in as I put the boards together. You're looking puzzled. I put a half straight in as I bring the boards together, and lo and behold, I have a perfect connection and uh, smoothness. Um, I still think that's the way to go, although the two people the last time I looked who commented on my question went, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I'm looking slightly bemused because I actually yeah, I can see that. trying to follow it, what you were saying. Uh, it was visual, wasn't it? What came and to, I thought you were a visual person. Well, what came to mind was line dancing. <laughs> you said, what the hell? <laughs> it was like a half step here and then a full step there. <laughs> and a dozy do. <laughs> Your partner. A, you turn it on its side. Anyway, yeah. Well, it is American Independence Day, ungrateful colonists. Um, so, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Those two people who listen in America, you can't call them ungrateful. True. But think how much happier they but would. You did. Think about how much happier they would be if they still had a king. That's all I'd say. Uh, <laughs> throwing all that tea in the water. Um, before I insult everybody, and I think I haven't mentioned this yet, but you can stop me if I have because I am old. Um, 
regular listeners uh, would know that I went to the Abergavenny Slot Car Rally recently, a few weeks ago, uh, and the guys who organised that, funnily enough, the Abergavenny Slot Car Rally Club, uh, are interested in restarting what was a reasonably successful championship called Slot Rally GB, where we had about half a dozen or so clubs across the country hosting rounds of slot rallies. It kind of petered out a few years ago. I, I'm not sure why I, I was I wasn't really doing slot cars at the time, so I wasn't involved. But uh, they're interested in hearing from clubs if the clubs would like to talk about getting that up and running again. So if you are interested, um, you need to speak to Phil Barry at Abergavenny Slot Rally Club on the Facebook. That's the best place to find them. Or is that actually the they actually they are a slot rally club. They're not a slot car club. They don't do circuit racing. They just do rally. Uh, as far as I know, yeah. Mm. Ah, that is niche-ish. Possibly, but you know. I'm going to find it hard if after your uh, pitch there, the Oxford boys say, mm. yeah, let's do it again. Because they did do it and I never went along. But well, I watched you. Well, did I watch you? I heard about your escapades down in the valleys and i thought uh it might have been fun well didn't you confess to me off air <laughs> that you're tempted Steady. by the new scale auto mitsubishi oh. rally car oh i'm more than tempted i think mm, oh no i said that didn't i oh, i am tempted <laughs> so just oh, just damn it pendle pendle put it through his order now he'll take it don't worry <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, should I put that on your credit card for you? Um, One of these days a box is going to arrive and it won't be a slot car that's in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think it'd just be a poo from Lancashire? <laughs> Sent with love for what? all the impersonations how, that are crap. How does your mind work? Don't answer that question. Anyway. Ah, well, okay, yeah. I can help you out. It works like this. Um no, the Mackinnon car. Uh -huh. Mackinnon? Yeah, Mackinnon. That looks, I knew it said Hacken. The Mackinnon car looks pretty spiffy. But as we discussed off air, I've got a bit of pink paint left over. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> I need to find a car that I can paint pink. pink. And there is a Mitsubishi Evo on Altair's decals website that uses a bit of pink. So um, it's that or I repaint Thunderbird. One, no, Fab One. Fab One. Is. Well, it's already pink, so I don't think you want to repaint it. I know, but I could super detail it pink. <laughs> how long, a closing thought, how long is it before someone reliveries a Fab One in Porsche Pink Pig? You know, puts the puts the, the writing for all the meat cuts on it. Well, here's the thing. Mm. Uh, fortunately, that nice man, that gentleman, that scholar that is Simon from Hornby, uh -huh. has a little bit more... Uh, self-respect and would not allow such a thing. Well, I'm, I'm sure the Jerry Anderson Trust probably wouldn't allow such well, a no, thing. Well, no, I don't either. mean as an official made thing. I mean, somebody like you who buys mm. slot cars and decals and paint, apparently, uh, but and puts them together in seemingly random order. Anyway, I'm now visualising a Pink Pig Fab One. Why not? It's as, it's as valid as a Gulf one, frankly. You know, you said you wondered how my mind worked. I'm now really confused as to how your works, yours works to come up with that option. Well, it's called creativity. That's all I can do. It's, it's blue sky thing. Not that there's any blue sky here. It's raining. But it's blue it's sky. Madness. It's madness. It's called utter madness. And, that, and on that <laughs> medical diagnosis, we should bring things to a close. <laughs> um, 
if you've been listening this far, thank you very much. Uh, we do like to hear from you guys with comments and stuff, uh, even bad ones, um, but it's always nice. So we appreciate everybody who... St. David was uh, commenting the, the last time out, wasn't he? <laughs> You're really such... I hope he's not, like, you know, Jewish or something. Um, <laughs> oh. Or maybe, well, he's, well, maybe he's... No, but... Maybe mm-hmm. he's agnostic, um, which are the very... Or, you know... Yeah, that gets you to the he's quite, He is quite antagonistic. antagonistic. No, he's not antagonistic. antagonistic. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Uh, we've had fun doing it, uh, just as well, because we've had some technical difficulties. <laughs> Let's have to do that. <laughs> just a few. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to hand over to Pedro to say goodbye without mentioning paint. Without mentioning hmm. Goodbye. That didn't work, did it? <laughs> I'm glad you don't decorate your house by what you've got left over in paint. Now there's an idea. You can have a pink bar. No! <laughs> no.